throughout university, you're generally exposed to the more traditional expectations of, of what is the role of a pharmacist. But the opportunity for me to sort of see the, the men's health areas and the scope of services they can offer sort of really opened my eyes to see what pharmacists can do and, and the breadth. Um, and there's so much more to the to the role than what people realise. So more so than just checking prescriptions and counselling, there's just so many different avenues that you can explore. It really opened my eyes to yeah what I can do as a pharmacist and, and the scope that's there for me. So yeah, I'd say that was probably my biggest aha moment for sure. Hi, I'm Angus Courts, MIMS Guild 2020 Intern of the Year from Tim Courts Pharmacy in Dubbo. And you're listening to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast. Welcome to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast, brought to you by the Pharmacy Guild of Australia. Focusing on pharmacy management and ownership, the PBCN podcast supports the improvement and growth of your business performance with insights and advice from a range of industry professionals. The PBCN podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. The intern journey can be a daunting prospect, but with the right attitude, preceptor and program, the intern year can be rewarding, not only for the intern, but also the preceptor, patients and the pharmacy business. Today, we hear from Angus Court's MIMS Guild 2020 Intern of the Year and his preceptor, Tim Stewart, who was in fact the 2017 winner of the MIMS Guild Intern of the Year on their experiences through the intern journey together. Let's begin by hearing from Angus and then we'll hear from Tim. Here's Angus. Welcome to the show, Angus, and firstly, congratulations on winning the MIMS Guild Intern of the Year for 2020. Absolutely huge. How are you feeling after being presented with the award at APP recently? Thanks very much, Daniel. Um, it's been an awesome feeling, to be honest, and a tremendous uh, honour to accept the award at APP. Definitely not something I was expecting at all, um, given there's obviously many standout interns across Australia. So to be recognised in this way was, was very humbling and something that I'll definitely remember for a long time. For me, being a, a second-generation pharmacist, to, to get the award with, with mum and dad there and my whole family, yeah, it was a very proud moment and I'm definitely over the moon. Nice, very nice. Now, as I mentioned in the show intro, the intern journey can be a little bit of a daunting prospect. Where did your journey in pharmacy start? You just mentioned that your second-generation mum and dad were pharmacists. For me, the, the pharmacy journey started from a very young age. Growing up, my parents owning and, and running a small community pharmacy in Dubbo something that me and my siblings were constantly surrounded by. I think the exposure to community pharmacy at that age and as I grow up and I saw the, I suppose, the trust pharmacists have in the community and also the impact they have with, with primary healthcare, and it just made me realise that it was a career I definitely wanted to pursue. And pharmacy was, a, was something I wanted to do from a, from a really young age and something I was keen on. So following on from that, I, I went on to study at the University of Canberra before completing my studies in 2019 and then starting my internship. As a pharmacist yourself, a mum and dad owning and running a small community pharmacy, does that make you the favourite child? Oh, if only, I wish. No, probably probably the least because I'm the middle child. So as as all kids say, the, the middle one's the, the most forgotten about. But no, it's definitely definitely nice to have moved home now. And yeah, no, I think mum and dad are pretty good to all us kids. So we're very, very lucky. Excellent. Now, Angus, seeing past the end of years of hard study at university can seem a bit of a stretch for some people, for some students, when you were at university, when did you start thinking about your intern year? To be honest, Daniel, that was definitely no different for me. I found university to be a, quite a big challenge. Uh, given this, I didn't really start planning for my intern year until uh, my fourth year of uni. Uh, this is probably a bit late compared to many other students that were in my year group, although the priority for me was always to, to get university ticked off first. And 
I also always knew that uh, I wanted to return home to Dubbo at some stage. So I was fortunate. I was fortunate to have that flexibility, not having to plan too much in my final year. But I was lucky enough that during my final year at, at uni, I had started working as a pharmacy student at Coolman Court Pharmacy in Canberra, and an opportunity presented itself there to do my internship, which was something I, I jumped at and, and thoroughly enjoyed. Well, speaking of the internship, before you started your internship, what was your perception of how the year would look as an intern? And, and a follow-up in the same question, if I may, did the reality of your intern year really meet your expectations? Was it what you thought it would be? Prior to the year, I'd spoken to a number of other interns about sort of how tough the year can be. I guess given you're working and studying full-time, essentially there's definitely an expectation there coming out of, of uni that the year can be quite challenging and daunting. And I don't think you know anything could have prepared us for the year that we had given the, the bushfires and the pandemic that followed. I think it's fair to, fair to say that um, for all pharmacists and interns in 2020, it was definitely a year, year like no other. But definitely... Going into the year, I was aware of the work that Coolman Court Pharmacy was doing, particularly in regards to, to men's health. And my opportunities to learn in this area definitely exceeded my expectations. I was, I was definitely surprised by the diversity in services that can be offered to men and the real impact you can have on, on their life. And so also from, from a community pharmacy point of view, I was, I was just able to learn so much during my intern year um, in, around, in a range of professional services and, and the roles that pharmacists can have. And, yeah, definitely, definitely did exceed my expectations, that's for sure. Well, you mentioned you spoke to some other people about how hard that year can be. So following up on that, what were the first few weeks or, or months of your intern year like and how did you handle the transition from student pharmacist to intern pharmacist? Was it, did, did you think it was actually a bit easy or was it, was it a real challenge? Oh, definitely a, a bit of a challenge. So after working as a student pharmacist at, at Coolman Court, I knew I was going to be working in a high-paced environment. But in saying that, though, like I said previously, I think the, nothing really prepared us for the extra demands that were created as a result of the, the bushfires on the south coast and then the pandemic that followed. Um, I don't think it'd be fair to say it was easy for me. I think, it, uh, I think it was definitely quite a challenge for me throughout the first few months of my intern year. And there were definitely times where I was first uh, forced to learn on my feet and adapt quickly. However, I had tremendous support from the pharmacist team around me, which I was very grateful for. But as, as we all know, throughout 2020, pharmacy was going through a time of a period of considerable change in such a short period of time, whether that be through you know, electronic prescribing and um, continued dispensing. And there was just a number of things that were adapting and emerging within the workplace. And on top of that, you know, then we had the, the phones ringing off the hook, people, uh, customers looking for face masks, customers looking for hand sanitizer. And it was just, it was just chaos at, at times. But, and as a result, it was just such a, such a unique year in pharmacy and probably, probably an environment uh, in the workplace that we'll probably never see again. Um, so it's fair to say that, yeah, there was definitely a few crazy days during my first few months as an intern. But my, as my year transitioned on, I got a lot more comfortable, particularly with the fast-paced environment. And um, yeah, but definitely a, a bit of a challenge at the start, but something that thoroughly enjoyed and embraced as it, as it went on. Well, well done for getting through the year. And I'm touching wood at this end of the microphone because it's, it's hard to see a year that would be more challenging than what you experienced as an intern. Now, Angus, getting out into the industry, it provides a lot of learning opportunities and, and you gain a lot of insights. Tell us about your biggest aha moment that, that, that you experienced as an intern pharmacist. So I'd say for me, the biggest sort of aha moment or eye-opening moment, if you will, probably came as I was transitioning into to working at Coolo when I started to do some of the, the men's health consultations with, with Brad and Tim. 
um, two of the mental pharmacists that I work with quite closely there. Um, I suppose throughout university, you're generally exposed to the more traditional expectations of, of what is the role of a pharmacist. But the opportunity for me to sort of see the, the men's health areas and the scope of services they can offer, it sort of really opened my eyes to see what pharmacists can do and the, and the breadth. Um, and there's so much more to the to the role than what people realise. So more so than just checking prescriptions and counselling, there's just so many different avenues that you can explore. And it really opened my eyes to, yeah, what I can do as a pharmacist and, and the scope that's there for me. So, yeah, I'd say that was probably my biggest aha moment for sure. You alluded to it earlier, the men's health work that Coolman Court Pharmacy offers and undertakes for the community. The judges recognised your own passion and work in the area of men's health. Can you tell us a little bit about that and ultimately what drew you to men's health as an area of focus? Men's health is something I was exposed to through the men's health program that was initiated by my, by my preceptors, Tim and, and Brad. Um, men's health down under, it's essentially a pharmacist-led uh, urological health service, which assists men with a number of urological health conditions, essentially, but uh, majority uh, working with people with prostate cancer or issues with incontinence and so on. For me, what drew me to developing a passion for working in this area um, was just how rewarding it is and I suppose the genuine difference you can make to assist men with their quality of life. I don't think it gets mentioned enough that one in seven men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer at some point, um, at some stage of their life. And I think it's really important that we recognise that as health professionals and just how prevalent it is in society. Another thing to, to note with the men's health stuff is we all know that men are often reluctant to broach the topic of talking about their health. Um, so I think that you know if we can help in any way to break down the stigma, open a few conversations, especially in what might be a, a bit of a tri tricky topic, urological health, I think it just opens the doors um, and something that, yeah, I really enjoy. But during during my intern year, I was fortunate enough to, to set up a, a satellite men's health clinic out of my hometown at Dubbo. Um, I was able to accomplish this, thankfully, by developing a, a close relationship with a with a prominent local urologist who definitely identified patients that uh, we could directly assist um, and that was that was terrific and and since then I've, I've gone on to continue the clinic in Dubbo since I've moved home and it's fair to say it's it's been eye-opening to see the the need for these kinds of, of services in country New South Wales and since then particularly the number of men seeking professional advice has, has increased both within the clinic and also within the pharmacy just uh, definitely reinforced to me how many men out there do need access to these services and it's just definitely a key reason why I'm passionate about it and conti continuing to to want to do more and more of it in the future. Angus, an important part of the internship is, as you've mentioned a couple of times, the preceptor and we're going to hear from Tim a little bit later on. But for now, how would you yourself describe your experience of the intern preceptor relationship? My experience was great. Tim was amazing for myself and my development, in all honesty. Tim played an important part in my Guild intern training program, whether that be, you know, through the, the not-so-fun stuff, the proofreading of assignments, the running intern tutorials or, or assisting with practice exams. Um, his knowledge and experience with it all, having been there and done that um, in what could be a daunting year, it just made it all the more comfortable um, for myself. Um, Tim was also a great mentor, um, someone I, I really looked up to and just provided guidance in, in all aspects of pharmacy. And I think through that, it made, it made the journey for me from transitioning to, a, to an intern, um, to a registered pharmacist, all the more smooth. Um, Tim was, Tim was uh, prepared to give me an opportunity to really pursue my areas of interest throughout my intern year, which is something that I'm really grateful of and, and grateful to the team at Coolo for. 
Um, and for me, this was this was the men's health. And from an early stage, he, he noticed the interest I had in these areas and was heavily involved in supporting me and helping me establish a, a clinic out at Dubbo. The in, as, as we know, the intern year is, is definitely challenging. And look, there's a lot of things you, you have to learn along the way and things you don't know and 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 that's and that and for me there's there was never a dumb question when it came to working with Tim and he generally he generally uh helped guide me through my intern year I think for for anyone that knows Tim he's just an all-around nice guy and he, he generally loves seeing seeing you be successful so working with someone like that that you trust and um is open and happy for you to do well it, it really um fostered the year for me to have the success in which I think I've had which was great Sounds like an amazing relationship. Now, Angus, before we let you go and we hear from your preceptor, Tim, what advice do you have for pharmacy students who might be listening to this podcast and who are maybe thinking about their own upcoming intern pharmacist journey? The advice I'd give other students is to really embrace your intern year and try and get as much out of it as you can. Obviously, as students, we all have different interests. Um, So I recommend that you feel free to pursue the areas and scopes of pharmacy um, that are of your interest and just remember that the scope is so much broader than what you originally think. Um, you never get a better opportunity to learn an upskill than what you will in your intern year. So I recommend looking around, doing as many student placements as you can, um, getting as broad a view on pharmacy, um, just because this will allow you to you know, find the workplace and find the preceptor that will be best fitted for you to have a, a really rewarding and successful intern year. Angus Courts, 2020 MIMS Guild Intern of the Year. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your experiences, insights, and your amazing journey. Congratulations again on the win. Thanks very much for having me. I really appreciate it. Tim, welcome to the show also. Now, interestingly, you've been in Angus's shoes yourself, having been the MIMS Guild Intern of the Year in 2017. And so it's pretty impressive. There must be something in the water there at Coleman Court, but Look, in all seriousness, jokes aside, you took on the role of Angus's preceptor. Can you tell us a little bit about why you would choose to do that and take on that role? To be a preceptor, uh, you actually have to be fully registered or have been fully registered for at least 12 months. And it's kind of like when you're you know, you're old enough to get a part-time job or you know, you're know, you maybe old enough to get your L's for your driver's license. I pretty much jumped into it as soon as I could and I was really looking forward to it. It might sound weird, but that's kind of the way it was. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a really good feeling knowing that you've played a part in shaping an intern into a great pharmacist. And, you know, you can really celebrate with them when they have some kind of success or they succeed at the end of the year. And you, throughout the year, can help them to de-stress when they need to do that too. With Angus, we uh, we ended up being pretty much gym buddies. We would go to, go to the gym fairly regularly as a bit of a, a measure to de-stress. Um, and, and I guess throughout my intern year as well, I was lucky enough to have some pretty great mentors. Uh, that was obviously back in 2017. And it made me realize, I think, the importance of having good people like that around you uh, during what is, you know, typically a, a pretty stressful year for and any intern will tell you that or past intern will tell you that. Um, and that was probably a bit, bit of uh, a reason of, or maybe some inspiration for me to do the same for that next lot of pharmacists coming through. So, yeah, that's kind of why I took the the role on. To be fair, all staff in a pharmacy are important. They all play those important roles. But what are your views on the difference that an excellent intern can make to a pharmacy? Oh, mate, an, an excellent intern can make such a huge difference to your entire team in the pharmacy. 
Of course, they bring a wealth of up-to-date textbook knowledge that they've learned from uni and they've got enthusiasm. They can, they can honestly be a breath of fresh air to the team. Sometimes the daily job of being a community pharmacist can take a toll on you and, and lots of people that are, are pharmacists will tell you that as well. But a good intern can really make things kind of fresh again. Um, you know, they can they can even bring the rest of your team up a level by helping with staff training, for example, or or bringing new ideas to the table for certain processes that you might have go on in the pharmacy, or they might have a new pharmacy service that you can then start providing to your local community. At, at a day-to-day level, I have to say, if I'm in the pharmacy as a single pharmacist, say on a weekend or something, and and you know things can get pretty stressful at that point in time. Um, I can get a bit overwhelmed even. Uh, if I'm in that same situation and I've got an excellent intern next to me, I can really breathe easy. That's, that's really the kind of difference that they can make. Some great impacts and outcomes for the pharmacy there that you just spoke about. But, Tim, when somebody is an excellent intern, whether or not they're good enough to reach the peak like yourself and, and Angus did, because there's a lot of excellent interns out there, but one can only be the winner each year, when we do have an excellent intern, what sort of career opportunities can open up for them? Well, I've certainly had the pleasure of working with several fantastic interns and it's been really nice to see where they've ended up. I mean, Angus, of course, is a prime example and he's achieved plenty of things already so early in his career. He's he's used what he's learned during his intern year and the connections that he's made throughout that year to even set up a, a satellite clinic for Men's Health Down Under out in Dubbo and He's also gone straight into pharmacy ownership back in his hometown. Um, I know others who all started in community pharmacy and have ended up in all sorts of jobs that might include things like industry and hospital, general practice, government and teaching. Um, others have gone on to work in some pretty interesting places as a locum pharmacist, like the, the kind of things that a dream job is made of, you know. And I, I just think the opportunities are there. They're there for the right people. As long as you're you're looking for it and you're making yourself available for it, um, there's some fantastic career opportunities out there. Now, earlier you spoke really positively about the relationship with Angus and you spoke about having a good intern next to you can also be a little bit of a stress relief and give you a little bit of a breather. Now, the relationship between a preceptor and an intern, it isn't simply one way. It isn't just the intern learning from somebody like yourself, the preceptor. As such, enlighten us. What have you learnt from Angus through the relationship? Oh, you're absolutely right. It, it, it certainly goes two ways. I mean, Angus was really fantastic. Being a, a rural bloke himself, he was fantastic with the, the rural blokes that we were getting referrals for from the, the men's health clinic. And there was a certain way of communication that he would instantly build some kind of rapport with them. I can think of one of the most extreme cases, perhaps. Uh, it was a bloke that ended up um, needing help. He was from out near Lightning Ridge. And uh, every second word coming through the phone from him was some kind of profanity. And, uh, you know, Angus was instantly this bloke's best friend while still staying professional. And uh, it's that kind of adaptive communication, I suppose you could call it. Uh, I mean, it's important for all kinds of pharmacy practice in general, but but arguably even more important from a men's health perspective. And Angus was fantastic at doing it. Um, and I know that he's, he's built his way up of doing that over the intern year and doing it uh, very well as a, a fully registered pharmacist too. Um, look, he would, he would teach me something new at 
almost every study session that we would have as well, especially towards the back end of the year, he would be able to quote the AMH word for word and it would absolutely blow my mind. <laughs> um, he, he was clearly a, a, just a very hard worker, whether it be behind the scenes at home or you know when he was at work because uh, you could see it then. But uh, I think everyone could take a, a page from Angus's book and learn a bit about working hard for what you want. He was excellent at doing that. Here, here. Now, Tim, the overall driver or guidance of the workplace is, is the overarching pharmacy goals, the business goals and what they need to be and, and what people need to do to achieve those. How important is the relationship that a preceptor and a graduate must have to not just reach the individual goals, but the pharmacy goals, the business goals as well? Honestly, if you were to ask any intern what their goals are in their intern year, you'll typically hear something similar from all of them. And just to get through the year and pass the exams at the end, you know, that was certainly one of my biggest goals. And, and pretty much everyone I've spoken to that has been an intern, it's, it's kind of along those lines. But um, the goal of the preceptor obviously aligns with that somewhat too. You know, of course, you want the intern to get through their exams and their coursework and successfully complete the intern year. But there is also that goal from a preceptor's perspective to get the most out of the intern throughout that year. Um, you know, you want to be able to use their enthusiasm, their the knowledge, their textbook knowledge, their fresh ideas, and you want to use that to potentially even increase some kind of service provision of your pharmacy and therefore the business. I think really as long as you have a good, well, maybe a, a good working relationship, I suppose, um, and keep in mind that it does have to be give and take. It does go both ways. Everyone's goals can really align, and, and you can get pretty good success from that. Um, yeah, with Angus, if I was talking talk about Angus, he had this goal to, and I might be putting words into his mouth, mind you, um, but he had this goal to kind of get as much experience doing as many things as possible in his intern year, so then he could take that experience back home to Dubbo with him um, and practice as the registered pharmacist that he is now. And he was an absolute workhorse, and that allowed us to provide record numbers of vaccinations, the record numbers of men's health consultation. Um, he offers to achieve some community and industry outreach. Um, we achieved a lot while Angus was there. Apart from the arduous gym sessions that you have to do with an intern, is there a big commitment with being a preceptor, or is it really reliant ultimately on how involved you both are individually? It all depends on the two parties involved. There is the intern and there is the preceptor. It obviously does require a time investment, but you will also find that that'll pay itself back in spades. Um, you know, if I, I use last year as an example with Angus, I was sitting down with the interns, and I would have to say interns because there were two of them. We had Angus and Lauren, and they were both fantastic. Um, and I should say also that if you have two interns, it doesn't necessarily mean that the time involved with them doubles because you can do joint study sessions and that kind of thing. But um, I was spending time with them every week or every second week, depending on what was going on at the time uh, for a couple of hours each time, going through exam preparation or whatever their kind of questions or queries were at the time. Um, people like organisations like the Guild made things a lot easier with their materials, of course, and uh, being a new pharmacist myself, or an early career pharmacist, I found it fairly or relatively easy to create mock material to use. 
Um, and, you know, the great thing about doing that as well is that you can then recycle it to the next batch of interns because they've never seen it before. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I would say that the bare basics of being a preceptor would involve catching up with the intern for a good progress check at least once a month and some kind of exam prep in the few months leading up to the exam because uh, no one wants to be there sitting up, sitting there up for the exam, um, not having gotten through it, you know. Uh, so you do have to put the time in and, and invest that in your intern and you'll certainly get that back. Follow-up question about the gym. Who can bench press more? <laughs> oh, I don't know if I should commit to that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to claim it though. Okay, fair enough. Now, Tim, when I spoke to Angus earlier, I asked him for some advice to pharmacy students who may be listening. So in the same vein, what advice do you have for fellow pharmacy managers or owners on the impact pharmacy graduates have on the business and whether they should be taking the opportunity to become a preceptor themselves? Oh, honestly, I can't overstate how valuable a good intern can be for you know the business and the pharmacy um, and even yourself because you do learn from them. You, you even tend to find that a lot of interns are looking for more than that stock standard internship where they just go and complete things, tick the boxes. It can even sometimes turn into a bit of a, a reverse interview process, but I think that's a really good thing because if you've got something to offer the intern, if you genuinely have some kind of draw card to make the intern year you know, valuable for the intern, then you'll then end up with a really excellent intern, which you know they'll offer much more back to you in your business as well. Well, it sounds like an amazing experience, really positive for yourself, Angus, and the pharmacy. Tim, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your insights and experiences around your preceptor relationship with Angus as he has ultimately become the MIMS Guild 2020 Intern of the Year. Yeah, no worries, Daniel. Thanks very much for having me. As we just heard, the intern relationship can be rewarding to everyone involved and particularly for the pharmacy itself. If you are looking for a career in community pharmacy or you would like to take on an intern pharmacist in your business or if you would like to nominate someone or yourself for the 2021 MIMS Guild Intern of the Year, please visit internpharmacist.org.au. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and you've been listening to Episode 78 of the PBCN Podcast. The PBCN Podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. For more resources, to access support or advice, or to view this episode's show notes, visit guild.org.au.